and welcome to the Simply Southern Vet Podcast. Today, I have a story for you. You know, it's kind of like hashtag small business problems. So, my business, um, I'm the only veterinarian. I have an office manager, uh, an assistant, and a couple, usually a couple of part-time store employees. I have the veterinary business and the, a pet shop. Um, so, two things. So, if one of those people are missing, that is a problem. Well, you can usually shift around uh, and make it work. However, um, most people can do all the jobs amazingly. But if two people are missing, that's a big deal. So on this day, two people were missing. And my people, they don't miss work. They're so awesome and amazing and I'm so blessed to have all of them but this day Jessica's dad had passed away and it was the day of his funeral and Ivy was called into jury duty so that puts Brandy um, kind of running everything managing everything at the store and the business um, keeping things open and me on the van by myself Um, I did that for many, many years, and I don't want to go back to that. (laughs) It was difficult. Um, There was a time when I just, it was me and my dog and a Ford Taurus, and my stuff was in the trunk, and, um, you know, we made it work. But now I have a way more complex business, more sophisticated, and when things like this happen one i appreciate each and every single person and especially jessica when she's not on the van with me and how much stuff i screw up and how slow i am and it's just so much more difficult Um, she really streamlines everything and the other thing is i really figure out how much animals will allow me to do it is crazy um I have learned this over the years and I am certified as a fear-free practitioner and in the early days when I was an associate um, and I think a lot of you know now too people restrain the assistants restrain the animal while the vet does the work and so if I'm working by myself obviously um, I don't restrain animals because I can't restrain them and work on them we really don't restrain animals anymore anyway Um, It would be a very unique scenario for us to have to restrain an animal at all. So this day, I was kind of looking through my list and seeing, oh, yeah, this one, I should be able to do it. This one should go okay. And I saw one that I knew was kind of hard, was going to be hard to do by myself because it's the little ones, y'all. It's the little ones. If it's a Labrador, I can draw blood. I can do whatever. They're going to sit there on the floor and eat a treat. But those little ones are squirmy. Um, you can't hold them. And this one in particular is very, let's say, tenderhearted. Um, the slightest thing bothers her. Where some dogs, you know, they're just like people. Some people are very sensitive to needles. Some people aren't. Some dogs are. Some dogs aren't. Well, this one is. Um, She's very sensitive to everything done to her. And uh, she's very squiggly. 
um, squirmy, whatever you want to call it. So I knew I was going to have some difficulty doing that by myself, but I didn't want to reschedule because they were driving from another town to meet me in um, a town I do service. So they're beyond my my area of what I service and they were driving in to see me. So I thought, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to do it. So in the van, we have this little ottoman. Um, we usually set the small dogs and cats on there and like let them sit there and we sit on the floor and we kind of let them get used to us and work with them. So that's how I started. Um, I got her. I let her sit there. Of course she didn't. She jumped in my lap, climbed up on top of my shoulder, would probably have preferred to sit on top of my head. Um, just like, just, you know, how little dogs are. They just go to the highest point. So I held her, talked to her, played with her. I spent a little time playing with her, let her look around. She looked out the windows and just, then she kind of came back to sit in my lap. So at that point, I put her on the ottoman and I need to draw blood from her to get a heartworm sample, a heartworm test. So um, I put a tourniquet on her arm. We're just facing each other. She's just sitting there. I'm just sitting there. And I'm just talking calmly to her. I have a very small um, needle and put a little alcohol on there and just kind of comforting her and talking to her. And I just insert the needle and she just lets me. And then she lets me give her her shots. And then I do the exam and she completely allows all of that. Um, I even videoed it because I was pretty impressed. Um, but every time that I have to work shorthanded or by myself, I learn this, I relearn it. It is um, something that I feel that if dogs know your intention um, and you take your time, respect their space, and cats too, cats also do this. They let you do stuff to them. They don't have to be held down. Their veins don't have to be held off. They don't have to be um, in any uncomfortable situation. They just let you. I've had cats let me do jugular um, blood draws on them just sitting there and with no restraint. It's crazy, guys. So it stays like this when I have small business problems that I realize how valuable my employees are, how amazing animals are, and how much they trust you if they just know your intent is good. Call me crazy if you want to, I don't care. I love the animals, I love learning these things about them. I feel like I should, like I just won the greatest prize on earth. When an animal trusts me, I feel like I can't even describe the feeling. It's so amazing. Jessica, um, we do this all the time. Like when we have a fearful pet and we somehow um, are able to work on them without scaring them or um, we're able to comfort them in some way, it is like the best feeling on earth for one of these creatures to just trust you. So I just wanted to share that little tidbit with you. I thought you would enjoy the story. And, you know, take your time with fearful animals. Let them approach you. Um, just, you know, 
I think I'd really truly feel that they know what your intentions are. If your intentions are to get work done, hurry up, let's get out of here, let's get to the next one, um, that's stressful. But when you take time to comfort them and talk to them and play with them, um, it matters. It really matters. I just want to thank you guys for supporting us and listening to our podcast.